VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome to Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now, with Positive Living, here's Patricia Raskin. Well, hello everyone and welcome to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. It's always an honor and a pleasure to be with you each week and to bring you such amazing guests that will inspire you and enlighten you and help you live the quality of life that you really want. You know, I always say this show is about turning your obstacles into opportunities and your problems into solutions and making your dreams come true. I started this work about 25 years ago when people didn't want to hear the good stuff. And, uh, and now they do. People want to be inspired. And there's so much good out there, and we need to tell more of it. And that's what I do through the media. And I've been on Voice America now about seven years, it, almost when it began. And when Voice America started, there were maybe 20 shows, and now there are about 200 or 250. Mm-hmm. So it's really grown, and my message is still out there, and I'm going to bring you a great message today. You can give us a call if you're listening live on March 2nd, and the number is 866-472-5787. My guest today is Albert Clayton Golden. He is a transpersonal psychologist, author, lecturer, and founding director of the Sedona Institute. He has influenced countless individuals from all walks of life. Actors, athletes, financial specialists, teachers, families, psychologists, psychiatrists, helping them to retrieve their authentic selves and to tap into the inner core of their power. Albert's unique gift is in the field of transpersonal psychology and is responsible for his fearlessness when confronting his clients' inner conflicts. And now, in, he's written several books, but now in his last book, we're talking about You're Not Who You Think You Are. A Breakthrough Guide to Discovering the Authentic You. Welcome, Albert. Well, it's good to be back. You know, I remember you very, very well. Love doing your show. Thank you. All right. Well, you know what? I guess my first question is, how is this book different from your other books? Because your other books talked about signs and wonders and had a lot of this in it. How is this different? Well, this is different because I go back in time to how I got off track uh, <clears throat> as living as who I wasn't. And um, and so when I went through my own, you know, uh, crash and burn in finding my way out as a recovering alcoholic, by the way, I was just in Egypt last week and celebrated 29 years of sobriety. Oh, but um, But I think that that's really what it was because, you know, I grew up in the South where, you know, the church is, I always say, Poor people go to church, rich people go to country clubs, but uh, when we were poor, you know, I came in right out of the Depression, and uh, I think what really caused me to write this book was, you know, you, you did a beautiful introduction. I am a therapist, and I do see clients. They come here from all over the world, and one of the things I am stricken by is nobody really is who they thought they were. They they were always, you know, richer people become who their parents want them to be. Mm-hmm. I think rich people are bullies. You know, I know I'm generalizing. Well, let me, let me break this down a little bit. When you say you're not who you think you are, is it, are we talking about the sort of the inner self and the soul versus our exterior yeah, front? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because, but the exterior 
can sometimes deceive the interior because there are a lot of people working jobs and marriages they don't like or want. And uh, oftentimes, I was just trying to say that oftentimes parents inflict their children with what they think the children ought to do as right. opposed to letting the children find themselves. You know, getting to college or prep school are great uh, founding grounds for authenticity if people know how to look for it. All right, now I wanna, I'm going to paint a picture here, uh-huh. okay? Successful man or woman, uh, married a long time, you know, kind of in a marriage that's just, it, it's there. Um, very successful, does all the right things in the community, has the perfect family, the perfect children, the perfect grandchildren, but um, seeks other things, seeks other people, seeks extramarital things because the real person is not really being fulfilled. But the outer role is so strong that that's out there. Now, what do you say to that? Because it happens every day. Well, you know, this is going to be a little bit more difficult, but, you know, that's what I love about your show is just let's put it out there and let them like it or not. But I'll tell you what it is. Marital difficulties, which is kind of where you led this little parable, um, is really about not having integrated one shadow. Mm. A lot of men go looking for not only the younger woman, it can be the girl next door, a shopkeeper, whatever, and a woman, you know, can uh, go wandering too. It's always about the shadow, and that's what really what... the shadow, Albert? What? What do you mean by the, the shadow? shadow uh, you know, Carl Jung was the one that gave us this. <clears throat> the shadow is the nature of the sex that you're not. For instance, yours would be called, in his terms, the Latin terms, your animus, A-N-I-M-U-S. And my feminine would be my anima. But it's the nature. It's a nature that's hidden, and it's one that we transfer and throw into other people. But if we don't integrate it, um, you know, Jung said, if you don't face your shadow, mm. you'll never be healthy or happy. And I totally agree with him. Because you got to remember, I do a lot of deep core drilling. You know, sometimes it's pulling back layers for the more compliant and other people. You have to kind of knock them out with what I know as an intuitive. But so let, let me ask you: When you say shadow, <laughs> do you mean that you know that that part of you you're trying to suppress that we all have? We all have a shadow side. Of course, I'm looking at yours. <laughs> I mean, you know, we might as well ask you right now. I've I've got her birth chart on my screen, and she's got Venus, Mars, and Mercury in Aries. That is so masculine. That is so Moses. That is get out of my way. I mean, if you would have married the most compliant and balanced person in the world, one day when these planets are under stress and planets move, then that's when you're tested. But I can tell you right now, and you didn't ask me for this, and maybe I'm a dangerous person to have on, but I will tell you this, you are someone who does not need any man, you want a relationship, and you will have one, but you do not need it, because I'm going to tell you, when push comes to shove, and believe me, do not shove Patricia Raskin, she's a Taurus, <laughs> hello in there, and so uh, you almost have mutual reception, because, uh, you know, the sun's exalted in... In um, in Aries, and you've got the Sun in Taurus, and so you've got Venus 
and Aries and the sun and the sign that Venus is in. So you really are someone that's been listening to too much Oprah or reading too much Glamour or whatever those magazines women read because you are not one of those women. I can tell you, if there's a 22nd century woman, you're her. <laughs> and I'm telling you, it's because uh, you're attractive. You know, you don't look like a truck driver, so you're very feminine. See, people get real confused about that. They say, oh, this is scary. Does that mean because I've got this strong feminine side I'm gay? And I say, no, not unless you are. All right. Well, now, now I want to, now, Albert, yeah. this is very nice. And it's fine, but I want to bring this down for the readers, for the okay. listeners, so that they're really getting something. So I want to say to listeners, if you're listening live, call because Albert can just do for you what he did for me embarrassingly so on the air, which would be 866-472-5787. We'd love to hear from you. And certainly people can, can write to you, can't they? Yeah, they can. They can write me at... Um I think it's better with the Internet. It's uh, Albert at SedonaIntensive.com. Okay, Albert at SedonaIntensive.com. Let, let's go back to what you said about me because I'm not alone. I think there are many women, maybe of a different generation, but many women today who will want a relationship, but they are independent and strong. They are professional women. They have made it on their own. So, you know, I think it might be nice for you to address that because the roles of men and women have changed so much, Albert. Yeah, they have changed, but I have to tell you, <clears throat> you got to remember, you know, I'm in the business of working with people who say my life is not working. You don't come to Sedona and pay 8000 for a week unless you really mean business. So I think that there are a lot of people that things are not working, but they make them work. I just read something in a great magazine, uh, I think it was called Psychology Today, that said a lot of people are divorcing and staying in the same house they can't afford to move. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> you say what you say, and I agree with you, <clears throat> but I also want you to know that if a very male-laden, shadow-self woman, if she's ever able to make that work in a marriage or a relationship with somebody else, she's got to balance and come to terms with that part of herself as a man may do. And when you said, bring it down where people can understand it, uh, I will say this, that the very first words that I said, it's the nature of the other sex from what you're not. Uh, and so that's the part, though, that the church doesn't want you to face it because the church needs for you to be controlled. And even our politics talks about uh, something very vanilla and whatever, but I deal with people as they are. And there are a lot of people who are struggling to be able to identify what it is that I want when I grow up and I become real. Who would I choose and what would I do with that choice? Okay. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about, you know, what you can do to find out who you really, who the authentic self is. You know, what are some of the breakthrough steps that we can take right here to find out who we are in terms of our real authentic self? All right, my guest today is Albert Clayton Alden, and he is the author of the book, you, You're Not What You Think, A Breakthrough Guide to Discovering the Authentic Self. And Albert Clayton Golden is the founder and director of Sedona 
of the Sedona, Arizona's popular alternative therapy program, the Sedona Intensive. He's also the author of Clearing for the Millennium and Signs and Wonders. The Oprah Winfrey Show, ABC World News, and publications have featured Albert Clayton Golden and his transforming work. You can go to SedonaIntensive.com. When we come back, we're going to find out just how can you find your authentic self. You're listening to Positive Living right here on VoiceAmerica.com. And remember, folks, that we are always on Mondays between 2 and 3 p.m. Eastern and between 11 and noon a.m. Pacific. And we'd love to hear from you if you're listening today live which would be March 2nd, and that number is 866-472-5787. And if you have your birth information, Albert can certainly uh, let you know some things that he let me know about myself in the beginning of the interview. He's very insightful, and, and this is an amazing book. You're not who you think you are, a breakthrough guide to discovering the authentic you. So, folks, remember, I also want to tell you that you can log on to my site, patriciaraskin.com, and you can get my newsletter in my blog. I'd love to have you sign up for my newsletter. I have uh, several radio shows, and I'd, I'd love to have you participate and certainly learn about them and these amazing guests. You're listening to Positive Living right here on voiceamerica.com. I'm with Albert Clayton Golden. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. There's plenty more. voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer, and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with easy to understand tools and tips with his weekly guest jim draws from successes with professionals college high school and youth teams coaches and players learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure tension and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with championship thinking every tuesday at 4 p.m pacific time right here on america's voice voice america hey dad what i can't get the ketchup bottle open Here, let me try. Here you go. Thanks. You don't have to be a hero to be a hero. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Relationships with other people is the single most important reason that determines happiness, success, and quality in our lives. Are all of your relationships promoting happiness and harmony in your life? The Relationship Saver is here to help you. Join host Radimir, the author of the successful e-books The Relationship Saver and The Gameless Relationship. The Relationship Saver is broadcast live every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. 
everyone. We are back. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin, right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. And we'd love to hear from you today. We have a, a fabulous guest who can really help you uh, discover some authentic things about yourself. And we'd love you to call in if you're listening live on March 2nd, and that number is 866-472-5787. We would certainly love to hear from you. My guest today is Albert Clayton Golden. He's a transpersonal psychologist, author, lecturer, and founder of the Sedona Intensive. He has influenced countless of people from all walks of life, and he has a unique gift in the field of transpersonal psychology. He's written many books. He's been on many, many of the big radio programs, including Oprah, and his newest book is You're Not Who You Think You Are, A Breakthrough Guide to Discovering the Authentic You. Welcome back, Albert. Good to be back. Okay, so... First steps, somebody's kind of living the life that it's supposed to live, that veneer, as you know, that, that outer self, and inside, you know, there's this yearning. It's like, oh, you know, there's this other part. What's the first thing they can do? Okay, to let me tell you what I'm going to do. Just because it's the Patricia Raskin Show, for one week, I'm going to ask the office to allow anybody that heard this show to access on our website, SedonaIntensive.com, a integration of the divided self, which is exactly how one learns to actually visualize with the inner eye who that shadow self is. Uh, it, it usually is downloadable at a fee, but I'm going to ask the office to let them for one week download that CD. It's about 23 minutes, 24 minutes. Now, every client that we work with, I would say 75% have no clue about the shadow. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them gets it in the mail one week prior. We don't want them doing it too far out. By the third day here, most people, I would say 60-70%, describe their shadow self to me. Now, mm-hmm. This is very, very important because as one is the real person, I'm doing that with my fingers like false quotes, the real person, because uh, the real self is the integration of your shadow and who people know you to be. But that's a very key first step. Now, the other thing that I'm going to say is play it and play it often. Then I want them to begin to keep a journal and Start dialoguing because, you know, there's a thing um, where people believe in automatic writing and whatever. Well, your shadow self can speak through your fingers because, remember, if it's a part of you, the shadow can use your your mind, your heart, your voice, and whatever. There are people who do what we call creative visualization and creative dialoguing with their shadow and they could literally, in front of me in a session, speak as both parties. And I, in mm. uh, you're not who you think you are. I do that. I show that how to do that in the book. It's really fascinating. The third thing that I would say to do is that I would say to begin to write a life history. Mm. And in the history, it's very very basic. What were you told as a child that didn't fit? Two, when did you rebel, if you did, against the prototype 
of what is the boy, what is the girl, and third, how are you now in the current marriage or career, and are you happy where you are? And the life history will let you see when something sprang up for you. For instance, with me, I said earlier when I came on today, I was raised in the South and as a Baptist, and the minister, because my parents were divorced, the minister, when I was a high school senior, started my first month, he said, Albert, you don't need to try to decide what you're going to do when you grow up. You're going to do He said, God spoke to me. Don't you love that? Mm. Now, God now I want to go to back him. to the live history. What? I want to go back to the live history. Yeah. If somebody starts to write a live history, tell us again the first thing they do. They go back and they talk about what was inflicted upon you by your parents or teachers in your formative years. Mm-hmm. What, what was that imprinting? And then, as you got and older... What could that be? Can you give us an example of something? Yeah, I can. Um, I had a sister who... Everybody used to tell her that she should uh, enter the Miss America contest and she should marry a rich man. Well, instead, when she was a freshman in college, she married a man. She's now 61. She's still married to him, and he's a wealthy man, and he was poor as a church mice when she married him, met him, and married him. She was imprinted, but something inside of her fell in love with this man, and she followed her heart. She went against what everybody told her. There are a lot of people who get a lot of mixed messages. You know, sometimes parents try to pair their children up. You know, Joe would make a great husband, you know, or whatever. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they marry them, and then they find they've made a mistake. And then they have to step out of line and either see if they can make any changes, if the husband or wife can make any changes so that they can stay in the marriage or they have to leave the marriage. And then the third thing that I mentioned was what is it in the relationship you're in, if it's a marriage or a relationship, or at work, you can combine those two things and get similar results because relationships at work in a career can be as deadly as a marriage that's unloving. So I just tell people when they do this inventory to try to track back and st- see where some of the misthinking started and where some of the misguidance got infused. So what you're saying is you've got to go way back to your childhood to figure out what those messages were. Absolutely. That's I mean, I just said... So that, for example, for example, let's say you were trained... We happen to be talking about relationships, but for a woman, let's say the woman was taught or she sees a role model of the father who's successful, who's taking care of the mother. The mother really doesn't have to think for herself. Mm-hmm. She's totally taken care of. Right. And then the daughter, uh, and I would say daughter in this case, because it would be the female daughter, then that's where they're programmed. Like you said, marry well, do well, have your career, but make sure you have that security. Mm-hmm. Now then the daughter becomes a career person and doesn't follow that. Right. But there's always that imprint inside that mind saying, oh, you know, maybe I should have done what my mother did. It was so much easier. Uh-huh. But that's where the family comes into conflict with the daughter. Let me tell you something. You know, Patricia, I have every right to kind of give my impressions of the universe. I just turned 70, so, 
Here's the thing I'm going to say. Not every woman or every man should be married, and it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with them. We live in a very stupid culture where people are trained to marry. That is so false. Divorce just hit 67%. And I think that if my voice can be heard, I think what I'll do is I'll take stadiums out and I'll send out announcements and say, everybody that can't stand their marriage or has never married and wants to be validated for who you are, come to this meeting because this is really where I find it in my practice every day. I'm always trying to help people decide, can you go or do you have to stay? So, Albert, would you say that the majority of your practice is about relationship rather than work issues? Most people come to you about relationship. But they're interrelated. They do come to me about relationships. Listen, we haven't even talked about addictions. You know, I'm in recovery. I mean, a lot of people come here. I just interviewed a man 20 minutes before you called whose wife is a drunk. She's 63 years old, and they're from Wisconsin. They have a home here. And he said, I'm going to dump her on your doorstep, and she'll either go through it or she'll be divorced when she flies home. So mm-hmm. I said to myself, whoa. And he's a decent fellow, been married 52 years. So mm. my thing is addictions. We've got to speak about addictions because they're rampant in this country. Addictions are rampant, and, and suppression of the shadow is the big culprit and why all of these things happen the way they do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the first thing that you talked about was start writing your narrative and, and trying to understand what happened to you as a child. Right, absolutely. What's the next thing that you do? Absolutely. What's but also, don't forget, I mean, I know I always say to people, I'm italicizing and underlining and bolding this because it's important in the conversation. If they'll, if they'll email the office or call, we will open it, and that's a very valuable tape. They can download it from the site. That is a very big first step. Everybody I've ever seen, uh, worked with, who listened to that tape said, Albert, it all makes sense to me. Yeah. Well, you know, I think it's so important because um, there are there are so many conflicts. And the question is, do you think the addiction comes... Because we haven't resolved that shadow, is that the major reason? Well, it's not just the shadow, but, I mean, that's a good place to start. I absolutely do. I mean, I can't believe how smart that question is. It is true. Listen to me. Every girl, you know I'm 70, every girl I grew up with, if she had buck teeth and an eye that crossed, they threw her and kicked her to the side. The girl had to be cheerleader. The boy had to be football player. I was born with clubbed feet. I was from a family of athletes. Where was I? I, because of the defect in my physical body, mm-hmm. was driven inside myself where the shadow lived and where integration of the shadow with Albert made me, I think, I don't want to brag, a great, great therapist because mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. tell you, my feminine side, you name them, mine's called Alexandra. And Alexandra is the one that will say to me silently, Lighten up, Albert. This person's about to break in two. Mm-hmm. So then she takes over, and she looks him square in the eye, and she says, I don't know about you, my friend, but I don't believe there are any failures in life. Mm-hmm. Some were born with 
with maybe greater advantage, more gifts and talents and whatever, but there's no junk. All and right. I have and seen note, people... We're going to take a break. My guest today is transpersonal psychologist, author, lecturer, and founding director of the Sedona Intensive, Albert Clayton Golden, who has influenced thousands of people from all walks of life. We're talking about his new book, you, You're Not Who You Think You Are, A Breakthrough Guide to Discovering the Authentic You. And you can log on to the SedonaIntensive.com. SedonaIntensive.com. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned. There's plenty more. Give us a call after the break. If you're listening, March 2nd live, 866-472-5787. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787, Hello? and ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Wine and Women is not your boring wine geek show. It is rather a fresh, fast-paced approach featuring interesting stories and entertaining segments about wine and wine-related topics through a warm and chatty format that will appeal especially to women, men optional. Hosted by wine connoisseurs and luxury lifestyle experts, Julie Brosterman, Lisa Kring, Sharon Borston, and Jeanette Oku, Wine and Women takes listeners to Napa, Sonoma, and other wine regions worldwide to meet the best as well as the newest winemakers, to restaurants to meet top chefs and sommeliers, to wine-themed spas, wine country getaways, even into supermarket wine aisles where women and wine angels swoops down and helps shoppers to get their wine picks and more. Women in Wine broadcasts each Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Women in Wine, enjoying life one sip at a time. I can take care of myself. I can make a peanut butter sandwich. I can brush my teeth and I can give myself a bath. I can walk home alone from school. I can pick dinner from the trash behind the deli. I can watch the baby for the whole weekend. I can keep a baseball bat by my bed just in case there's trouble. Don't worry about me. I can take care of myself. If you're in jail, who'll be there to take care of your family? Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. Looking for a good time? We've got a show that will give you a wild ride. This show will make you feel good. And it's not even bad for you. You need your time to let loose. It's time for a feel-good party. Pull up to the computer, mix yourself a drink, and turn up the speakers. Happy Hour is here. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. It's called the biggest radio show in the world. Hosted by international personality and pundit, Michael DeMarco. You don't know what's coming next. The biggest radio show in the world on Voice America. VoiceAmerica.com Folks, we have a fabulous guest who is intuitive, he's a transpersonal psychologist, he's an astrologer, and he can really give you some terrific information. Give us a call if you're listening live on March 2nd at 866-472-5787. Today we're talking about your authentic self. 
My guest is transpersonal psychologist, author, lecturer, and founding director of the Sedona Intensive. His name is Albert Clayton Galden, who has influenced thousands of individuals from all walks of life to really understand the inner core of their power. He has been on the Oprah Winfrey Show, ABC World News, and publications such as the Chicago Tribune, who have featured him in his transforming work. His website is SedonaIntensive.com, and his latest book that we're talking about now is You're Not Who You Think You Are, A Breakthrough Guide to Discovering the Authentic You. Welcome back. Good to be back. Okay. You talk about forgiveness a lot in this, Mm -hmm. that it's very important in order to get to the authentic self, Mm -hmm. you have to forgive. Mm -hmm. Talk about that. Okay. There are people that come to me that say to me, I'm never going to forgive my mother. I'm never going to forgive that ex-husband or whatever. And I say, listen to me. You know, I say that a lot. Look into my eyes, your witness to the soul. If you do not forgive your mother, there will be a hundred Harrigans that come into your life before you die that will be as your mother is because you've not forgiven that part of yourself that your mother represents. The same for an ex-husband. And so... Oh, I tell a, I, want, I want to tell this quickly, if you don't mind, how the title of the book came. Okay, sure. I had an, an employee that nearly buried me, and so he said some very bad things about me to me. I went to my guru, Swami Swahananda, and I told him the story. It took me about 45 minutes. He said, Ramapriya, that's my Sanskrit name, you often come to me and you say you're not who you think you are. <laughs> Perhaps you're not who he thinks you are either. And I said, glory. And then when I sat after tea, he said, I want you to forgive the part of yourself that he represents, and then I want you to forgive him, and I want you to seek forgiveness from him for whatever you might have done. And I did everything that he said. And if that guy walked to my door, I'd say, come in and have tea. And 12 years ago, I would have probably gone to jail to shoot shooting shooting with the gun. So that's how the title came up. But you know what? I cannot tell you how many people, long before this book was written, have said to me, Albert, I'm somebody else from who people think I am. Mm -hmm. And I say, well, let me get out the chart. And then like Carl Jung, you know, most people don't know Carl Jung would not see a patient without a birth chart. But he well, that's the astrology part. But you were talking about forgiveness, which you say is very important because if we don't forgive, then we carry that shadow side even stronger. Correct? Well, the whole thing about the secret was, you know, the law of attraction. Yeah. The law of attraction says what you will not forgive will visit you mm. time and time again. Mm. Albert, how do you help people who you just people who want to develop their intuition and they hear things but they don't listen? and they're, they're afraid of it. What do you say to that? What I say to them is, uh, I, I, from the chart, I pick a time of day, and I say, please, let's give you 15 or 20 minutes to start and be quiet. And then after they do that for a few weeks, then I do them, give them an intention. And I, everybody has a still, small voice. I call it the spokesperson of God. In my books and in my consciousness, I say, God is within each of us. He may or may not be in the church. And so I try to get them to access the voice of intuition. Mine speaks to me. I mean, sometime I'll be falling asleep and the voice will say, Albert, 
And so that means pay attention. We're about to give you thought impression. So if you'll sit quietly, shut out the world, turn off the television, don't read the newspaper, don't be distracted, sit quietly with no one around, do it at the same time every day, and I will absolutely guarantee you with every dime I own, the voice will speak to you mind to mind. Mm-hmm. Mine, uh, for instance, uh, a woman wait, wait, came wait, to me once and she said... Here, because this has happened, and, and it happens when you're in a crisis and you know something is right, but you don't want to act on it. Example, you're in the wrong job, or you're with the wrong person, or you know you should get a divorce, or you know you should leave the job. And you sit in the quiet And the intuition place. comes in and tells you that. Yes, but, but then the voice... right brain comes in and says, oh, it gives you the 25 reasons why you have to stay. No, but what so, I'm trying to say is this. Go ahead. If you get very, very quiet, and if you ask for the inspiration and for the connection to the voice of uh, intuition, it will come. It will come if you have patience for it to come, because it's just like getting through the battlegrounds. You know, you we set up so many impediments to intuition. We live in a very dark in dangerous world of ego. Uh, we've just seen it while we had the meltdown in 2008 in all sectors of the world. Well, this force of intuition, you were mentioning a few things like, uh, I just cannot stand to stay in this marriage another minute. Well, I had a woman that came to me for that, and so she said about the third week, it said, not yet. And four weeks later, her husband came to her, admitted an affair, and said, but I don't want to divorce you. I'd rather do some counseling. And they did. I saw them last year. My God, they're happier than they were 15 years ago. And why is that? Because they went for counseling? They went for counseling, but she was the one that heard, not yet. The voice of intuition knew what the husband would say to her that would open the door to the healing. Mm -hmm. That's what I know. You cannot believe the people. I've had people come to me that were ready to kill themselves. I once had a woman that came to the session with a gun in her purse, very wealthy woman, being divorced by her husband, and she thought she would be back on the street. I said to her, do you have a gun in your purse? <laughs> I said, give me your purse, and there it was. And you I kept knew it. three hours. I told the driver to please take her home. She did divorce. She got a good settlement. She came back, and she said, well, you're my lifesaver. So she brought me this golden thing that she had done, a lifesaver. Um, and I said to her, darling, I have no idea why I chose this life and why I can listen and why I can hear, but you make it all worthwhile. And that's the truth. You know, you talked about her. You've also written about some very famous people like Shirley MacLaine mm-hmm. and Madame Sadat. Mm-hmm. How do you meet these people, and um, how do you meet them? And, well, it's and, funny. And you have just come to meet them. Are they different from us, or are they like us? Uh, Shirley McLean is just like you and me. She's not as cute as you are, but um, <laughs> the truth of the matter is I met her. You know, I just came from Egypt. I came home Friday night, and um, Shirley McLean was on the first trip in 1983 um, with 26 people. There was the 26th degree of some planet, whatever, she and I were the only two people that she said, she said, oh, you're, you're smoking cools. And I said, 
that I quit right after Egypt. But she and I were really, she's, she's so fabulous, but don't ever, don't ever try to hoodwink her. She can pull a machete out of her tongue mm. faster than anything. Uh, but the other one, and she was on that trip, Madame Sadat was on the boat that I was on, I don't know, all those years ago. I was supposed to m- meet her husband uh, in November of a year, 81, and he was murdered in, in October. I'd written a movie called The World is Waiting. John Travolta was going to star, and, um, and it was going to end in the Feast Festival in Egypt. She happened to be on the boat, and it was my birthday that year. And she said to the person, I want to speak with him. So they arranged tea on the boat uh, where everybody was taking their nap in the afternoon. And uh, she and I had three hours. And and then you're not who you think you are. It's brilliantly redone because I kept journals. Uh, but she's a now, great woman. You know, here's the question. People like that who make it either because of their talent or they marry into it or they, you know, they, they make it is... Is there something that they're doing that maybe the average person or the person who uh, is, is there something that stands out that they're doing differently? Well, it does stand out in their chart. But let me just say this, Patricia, because I, you know, I'm a populist. I mean, I want to make housewives and people that are tilling the soil feel good about themselves and they're doing something fabulous. Being famous is a curse. Why is that? Uh, it's because they're in the limelight, and every single thing they do is distorted. We live, you know, I'm doing a lecture now called Finding the Real You in an Unreal World, and I'm going all over the country doing this, and I'm speaking in Arizona in a week, at University of Arizona. But the whole thing started with the computer age, and then the advent of the Internet, and then the credit card system in 1959. So I bring that all together, and people gasp in the audience, how I kind of found that formula and the common denominator to it. Well, back to fame. People who are famous in 1940, 50, or even 60, there wasn't the Internet. And people could kind of do what they did. Look at Bill Clinton and how his picadillo got spread around and got indicted and threatened with impeachment. And JFK was far more infamous but we didn't know about it because the press kept it to themselves and there was not the Internet and the joggers and the bloggers. Mm-hmm. So a person, I'm telling you, and I want people to really hear this, go home tonight, get on your knees, and thank God for the life you have as I do because I'm not a real famous person. I'm not real famous because I get to live the life that has a great deal of anonymity to it because I give a lot. But, boy, they're not putting my name on Entertainment Tonight or, or Inside Edge or whatever those things are called because I ask God to let me do my work quietly. I did not want to be torn apart limb by limb. Mm-hmm. And, boy, I'll tell you, you know, I told you John Travolta, well, I sold John Travolta an estate uh, in 1980. All right, we're going to have to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk more about that. My guest today is Albert Clayton Golden. His book is You're Not Who You Think You Are, A Breakthrough Guide to Discovering the Authentic You. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. There's more. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Talk, talk, talk. 
That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. If you want to put the pep back in your step, Chad Lafferty's has just what you're looking for. Dance is life. Life is dance. It's only about dance. It's about moving through life with style, gaining awareness of the never-ending, ever-flowing movement that accompanies all of life's activities. Dance is life. Life is dance. Broadcast every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Radio Network. Be sure to tune in and tap into the limitless healing that dance can provide. Can't stop now. Dad, can I ask you something? Sure. There's this girl I kind of like. Say no more. You just have to impress her. Okay, but how? Just, I don't know, pick up a lot of heavy things around her. Like what? You know, desks, chairs, people. Grunt if you have to. Grunt? Yeah, be like, oh! Uh, there you go. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin, right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. I always say it's an honor and pleasure to be with you each week, and this program is the program that shows you how to turn your obstacles into opportunities and your problems into solutions. I have an amazing guest on today. There's still time to call in at 866-472-5787. And my guest today is Albert Clayton Golden, transpersonal psychologist, author, lecturer, founder founding director of the Sedona Intensive. He has worked with thousands of individuals from all walks of life, from famous people to families to, to everyone, to help them tap into their inner core of their power. He's worked with Oprah Winfrey. He's been on, um, been on many, many radio and television programs. And he's here to talk about his third book, which is, or more than third book, You're Not Who You Think You Are, A Breakthrough Guide to Discovering the Authentic Self. The Authentic You. Welcome back. Well, it's good to be back. All right. You were talking, I just want to finish up from the last, you were telling us a little bit about John Travolta. I and told I him the house reasons, Tell us the reason for that. Well, the reason I said that is we were talking about fame and how that can just be worse than anything. Uh, his son just recently died a couple of months ago, and, and the stories have been legend and horrendous. And uh, his whole life, has been, you know, in the in the headlights, and uh, and I'm sure sometimes he'd give every dime back just to be able to eat all the brownies he wanted to and be as fat as he wanted to, and just do what he wanted to do. Fame has a very big price, and you better really think it over before you say, "God, I want to be something beside me and and be famous," because. It's not what it's cracked up to be. Interesting. All right, we have a few minutes left. What is it you want our listeners to know that's so important in terms of using your intuition and forgiveness and really um, what you want them to get from your book? Well, what I really want them to get since we're in the climate we're in, 2008, and the whole world has been reconstructed or is in the process, it's a great time 
to kind of start over as who you really are and what you really want to do with your life. And I really do believe in this strong, powerful uh, energy of the soul urge. And so what I'm really trying to express in that book is don't be who your mama and papa and teachers and preachers told you to be. You know, get quiet. You know, sit in the corner. Uh, try to access the one teacher that will ever take you to the heights of heaven, and that's the, the, the int- voice of intuition. And then follow what it tells you to do without anybody else giving you those negative voices, as you said earlier, because this is your life and do what you want to do. One of the things that I've been saying to clients of mine with a lot of people losing their jobs, what a great opportunity to go back to school on a scholarship to become who you always wanted to be and did not ever take the opportunity to be that. Trade in the money bucket for passion, to do the things that really uh, make you want to get out of bed every day as opposed to, you know, always paying all those mountains of bills and whatever, living a life that's really not who you want to be. So I just really am trying to get people to know no matter how old they are, it's never too old, you're never too old to start over and to be who you really want to be and do what really makes you happy. Mm. Well, I think that's so important. And what do you say to people who come to you and say, Albert, I want to do everything you're saying and I'm scared? Because I have a good life. I may not be satisfied, but I have a good life. What do you say to them? And I'm sure you get people all the time. Well, I do. I mean, that's a good question for you to ask. Uh, Fear is the thing that keeps people uh, into the half measures. Oh, I think I'd better stay here because I'm not not really that unhappy. I think that it's um, it's really smarter, wiser, more profitable at the end of the day for you to come from a position of liking more of where you are than hating it, you know, running crazy into the night. Uh, so I tell people it's not that you're trying to tear your world apart, but that something is off, something is not working. And uh, the voice of intuition can tell you what's not and how it can. Mm, very important. In this book, you also have some exercises and questions. And you talk about out of the darkness and into the light. And then you say to people that if they're really unhappy, they definitely should get help. They should find somebody right away. That's part of going out of the darkness into the light. Absolutely. You know, what I'll tell you, your listeners, is that anybody that, that emails me and asks me one question, I always answer my emails. I take one day and do it. So if they want to ask me, I'll be happy to answer one specific question. The other thing that I think is that today, the one upside to the mess that the world is in is that they're having a lot of resources available to people. And so I think that you can begin with church. You can begin with counseling centers. We've got, in a little tiny town like Sedona, 18,000 residents, there are three counseling centers here, mm. and they literally will charge you $1 for the hour if that's all you can pay. They make you pay something. But people need to understand if they can start talking, they can start unraveling the knot 
that life has tied them into. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So important. Tell us about your intensive and if people... Um, I have a caller on the air, and her name is Kathy from Buffalo. Yes, Kathy. Oh, hi. Hi, um, Kathy. I actually had a question for Dr. Benaroche. Well, uh, you're on the phone with Patricia Raskin and Albert Clayton Golden. Well, let me ask Dr. Golden a question because that may he may be able to answer this also. Hey. Dr. Golden, I work with a lot of families, and a lot of families uh, are facing difficult decisions about what to do with their children who have problems with mental health issues and addictions. Mm-hmm. How, at what point in time or how do you make the decision of when to refer people on to, let's say, residential treatment or group therapy? How do you make that decision? Well, you make the decision when, you know, the drinking or the drugging is interfering with the life of the child at school or the home life, absenteeism, staying out all night or whatever. But um, the thing that you need to understand is that there's so many resources now for young people and, you know, even those who cannot afford what some of these treatment centers cost, uh, they're, they're available, like with our program, there's scholarships available. I mean, they're not going to pay everything, mm-hmm. but there's scholarships available. That were, the scholarship fund was set up by people who are graduates, and they said people who cannot afford this need this. So everywhere, if you'll make the investigation, you've got to do your footwork. People that make one phone call and say, nobody answered me back, they're just looking for an excuse not to do it. But having diligence to put uh, an end to the crisis and the difficulty by getting help for the child is available. So if drinking and drugging is interfering with their school life and home life, call and get help. All right. I hope that helps you. Thank you. It does very much. Thank Thank you you so much for calling. Appreciate it. All right. We have just a couple of minutes left, Albert. Your closing thoughts for people about discovering the authentic you. You're not who you think you are. Well, I really want people to, to know that my position is that they're worth it. You know, I don't care where they came from or where they find themselves stuck and how hopeless it is. They're worth it. So I want people to begin to do some of the things that I said. Go on our site. Download that that CD that I said. Uh, sit in the corner. Write. And if it's beyond anything that you can handle yourself, reach out and get help. And, you know, as I say, I mean, this is important because when I lecture, sometimes I'll have 300 people do this. Uh, but if they email me, I'll answer a question for them. People just need to connect and to be heard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. And tell people how they can get in touch with you. Albert at SedonaIntensive.com, and our website is www.SedonaIntensive.com, and we have a 1-800 number, 1-800-647-0732. All right, Albert, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I've loved it. Thank you. Thank you Thanks. very much. Stay on the line. It was wonderful. Right. My guest today has been Albert Clayton Golden, uh, author of You're Not Who You Think You Are, A Breakthrough Guide to Sco- Discovering the Authentic You. Log on to his website, which is SedonaIntensive.com. Folks, you've been listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. You know, as I close each show, I always say the same thing. Stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need. Know you can make your dreams come true. And I have to tell you, you're helping me make my dream come true by bringing you these amazing people each week. But 
by helping me make my dream come true, I'm helping you make your dream come true because they can help you transform your lives. So stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need. Know you can make your dreams come true. And until next time for Positive Living, I'm Patricia Raskin. Have a great Monday and a great week. Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. For an autographed copy of Patricia's book, Pathfindings, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to raskinresources.com. And tune in next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific for Positive Living, right here on voiceamerica.com.